You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Who doesn't love cereal? Oh, yeah. <gasps> the crunch, the sweetness, the way you can accidentally eat a whole box mm-hmm. or sneak it in as a midnight snack. Go to magicspoon.com slash onion to grab a custom bundle of cereal and try the magic for yourself. And be sure to use our promo code ONION at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash onion and use the code ONION to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. Hey you, have you got bush? Well... You definitely do if you haven't tried the best products from our sponsor today. Manscaped. Taking control of your bush is very important. And we can help you out as well. Because we can give you our discount code ONION for 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use our code ONION. It's time to get you levelled up with the ultimate bushwhacking tools from Manscaped. Harmonise with me and hold me tight all through the night. You're shining bright, I'm your oyster, baby, you're my pearl. Hey, Dom! Hey! Here we are! And when you say here, we're in a new studio. It smells fantastic. Mm. Like elderberry. Mm. Deep, rich mahogany, as you can see, this. I was going to say this is mahogany. It's not mahogany, but it smells like... It's mahogany under underneath there. Mm. Dom, mm. here we are. Yeah. Outside here. It could well be. Yeah. I think it's Fangorn Forest Lovely. there. We've got a whole bunch of memorabilia that people have sent to us uh, over the last year or so. So if you want to send things to us, please do. And we'll put it up on the walls. Yes. We'd love to stick all this stuff up on the walls. We absolutely would. <laughs> um, there's, there's little figures of Billy and I over there. Um, there's pictures of us. Billy. Of course, I'd love for you to consistently show me your hand in terms of the map of the United States. But if we need a visual reference, we've got one on the board. We have a shelf. We have a shelf that includes a lot of the foods that we're hoping to feature on Billy and Dom Eat the World. So if you want to send us stuff and get on the shelf, that would mean in the next you know, month or two, hopefully we'll pull down stuff from that shelf and eat the world with it. Get yourself on the shelf. That's what we're saying. Lovely. Hey. There's a package here, which is for both of us, but I think you've been waiting for this longer than I have. Do you want to? To me, Dom. To me. To you. Hold on. Hey, we've got new mics as well. They sound good, don't they? New mics. We've got guests today. We've got a whole bunch of housekeeping to do, but open open that thing. Right. Hold on. It's going to be be like Tarantino, isn't it? Yeah. No light. Oh, this is soon. This is going to go up on the shelf. Hold on, where's my glasses, Tom? He he never knows where his glasses is. Guys, we're also doing live shows. We've done a few live shows. You might have recently seen the live show that we did in 
Uh, where were we? Uh, Florida. We just did a live show in Dallas. We've got live shows coming up in Boston and Toronto and Chicago. Buy your tickets at Fan Expo. This weekend, mm -hmm. if, you, if you're on our, any of our pages, YouTube or podcasts or anything, you'll be able to see a link. This weekend, we're in Chicago. Chicago, the Windy City. The Windy City. City of big shoulders and good times. Yeah, we're going to have fun there. Hey, what, Tom. What have you got? I don't know if you can see in the front. Oh, you probably can, so that's giving it away a yeah, little. Yeah. But do you remember your first subscriber? No. Your, your hundreds? No. Or your thousands? No. Chances are you do. Oh, I do. I do, yeah. <laughs> and we know that it's, you'll definitely remember your hundred thousands. Mm. Subscribe. Hundred thousand? How do you say that? Hundred thousand. So a lot of THs. No, I don't think there's a TH after the hundred. I think it's hundred thousandth. So it's only one? Yeah. So your hundred thousandth. Oh, so it's two. Because one at the start of thousand and then one at the end of thousand. Hun yeah, hundred. But thousand. not one at the end of hundred. No. Hundred thousandth. Yeah. <clears throat> well, anyway, like... I'm not going to read the yeah, whole we're thing. Over we've this got a guests bit. and all yeah, that. Yeah, just but get look it out. God damn. Whoa, YouTube presented to the Friendship Onion for passing 100,000 subscribers. That's quite beautiful, actually. That is actually real platinum. Mm. And it's worth $100,000. Well, put it up on the shelf. Yeah, well. I look forward to our millionth subscriber, which we, we're not too far away from. We need to get 200,000. People out there, could you get your friends to subscribe? Uh, so that we can get more of these plaques and absolutely cover the walls with it. Yeah, if you're listening to the Friendship Onion or if you're subscribing to the... Oh, not subscribing, just uh, checking out the Friendship Onion. Subscribe to it so that we can... I'll put it up maybe there temporarily yeah. so that we can keep making the show. That's the thing I keep saying to people. If we don't keep getting subscribers, sooner or later, Billy and I will have a very sad day of saying... Sorry, guys. We'll Dom will quit, I'll tell you that. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. Mm -hmm. You will quit. I know well. what you like. Hey, I heard a great phrase. I was uh, watching an, a William Friedkin uh, documentary, the guy who uh, directed The Exorcist and Sorcerer and stuff like that. Yeah. And he said a really interesting phrase I thought was interesting. Go. The word possesses, possesses more S's than any other word possesses. <sighs> Quite good, that, isn't it? That could be one of our uh, tongue twisters. Mm. The word possesses, possesses, more S's than any other word possesses. Interesting, isn't it? That is fantastic. Peeling the onion. Hey, should we do a bit of housekeeping before we bring our guests in? Housekeeping! How much fun are you to keep a household clean and true? <clears throat> this comes from Annabelle. I'm going to say Jacart. Do you want to do a little troubleshooting of that last name? Jacart. 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 Yes. From location unknown. A lot of people live in location unknown. Yeah. She says, my question to you both yeah. is first, if Lord of the Rings characters listen to modern day music artists, which artists do you think they would listen to while on their journey? What's their kind of motivating song or artist to listen to whilst... Heading to the mountain of Mordor. Britney Spears. 
Yeah, I think that's a good shout. Yeah, I think she'd keep you going, mm. keep you up, as it were. Oh, she keeps me up. And, uh, you know, she'd head, head you right over that mountain. Mm. Great answer. Okay, Bill's next. On a recent show, you discuss films. This is from Dylan D. Again, location unknown. Mm-hmm. Dylan D. says, on recent show, you discuss films. It was a lot of fun to watch you both review the film, and that would make an awesome section for the show. Mm. He's got an idea for a name. Okay. Billy and Dom. At the movies. We go to the movies quite a lot, don't we? We could talk about movies. Yeah, we enjoy it. See, I remember when we first started this, I, I said to you, I don't know if it's a good idea. Cause I don't, you know what I mean? We work as actors. Yeah. And then we have to say to a director, that, that movie was rubbish. Yeah, it didn't work for me. Yeah, yeah. So, But uh, could we, shall we just do it now? Yeah, we would have to stay positive. I mean, we could recently re-re-re-re-re-re-re. <laughs> <laughs> review the new you Top Gun movie. Like dog, we love the new Top Gun movie. I went to see Elvis at the weekend. I haven't seen it yet. Don't I loved it, but I no love spoilers. Elvis. No, no spoilers. Does it go to Vegas? Yeah, well, spoil you know, it. Yeah, you know what happens with, with Elvis. Yeah. I loved it. It was, uh, I mean, just his music comes across fantastic. And Baz Luhrmann's team are fantastic at remixing uh, songs from the past and giving them kind of a new flavor. Yeah, he's good at that, Very isn't he? Good. And do you know what I loved about Elvis, Tom? The guy no. or the film? The, the guy. guy. Yeah, the man. Even more than his music. Mm, his hair. His movies. No, you didn't. I did. Growing up, oh. as a young boy, I loved Elvis's movies. Wow, because they're a bit cheesy, aren't they? I don't care. Okay. I haven't watched one for a long time. There's the first Billion Dom at the movies. Mm. Do you mind if I pick which one? Viva Las Vegas. Nope. Okay, go on, what will it be? Eh... Uh, the one in Hawaii. Was like, Blue Hawaii. Blue Hawaii, okay. Why don't we watch that mm. together or apart? Okay. And then we'll do Billy and Dom at the movies and we'll do Elvis's Blue Hawaii. Right. I think he goes water skiing, doesn't he? I'd I think he probably does. All right, cool. Uh, this from El Esla, not Elsa, Esla in Maryland, uh, who says, there's an episode from a few months back titled something like Mary and Pippin's Superpowers. For reasons uncaffeinated, I misread <laughs> Pippin as pigeon. So naturally, I have to ask, if you had a super pigeon, what special powers would you give it and what would you use it for? Thanks for being the high positive energy and insightful interviewers. It always makes me look forward to kickstarting my day. Well, thank you, Esla. That's good, though. I would have a pigeon that at certain times in the day, I could see what it saw for like 10 or 15 minutes. I get to be its eyes. And I would ask it to maybe fly into like important government meetings and stuff like that. Cool. It could be a coup. So is that not your Get superpower? What? That's more your superpower oh, than good the pigeons. Point. <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah, but is she just saying if you could have a pigeon, like what superpower would you give so that it, it could just Help independently you? be a superpower? Yeah, good point. I don't know. I don't know, Tom. What would yours be that it could fly? <laughs> <laughs> That it had, wait a minute, hold on. Like, I've got to think about this because it's actually quite good. Yeah, it's a good one. What about, you know, that I'm stuck on Billy and Dom do the movies. Mm. What you remember that movie where I think it's called About Time? Mm, lovely movie. And the guy can go back and travel through time for 24 hours. Richard Curtis, yeah. Yeah. No, what if like... a pigeon could do that? Right. And then it would say, I know where there's nuts. It would say. I know where there's seeds. But it's also a speaking pigeon. Yeah. And it, so if it, if it could relive its life, it would be able to find all the things it wanted to. 
And if it fancied, you know, taters, somebody, mm. they, he'd know exactly where they were. Yeah. A lot of people ask me when I do these Q&As, yeah. why don't we see baby pigeons? Yeah. Because they're in nests. That's why we don't see baby pigeons. You don't see any baby birds, really. You see no. baby penguins because they're on the ground. Mm. And you might see a baby stork because they're in massive nests. But you don't see baby seagulls or baby blackbirds. They sit in a nest and they can't fly until they get to a point where they fly. And when they fly, they look like adult birds. So that's why we don't see baby pigeons. It like, it's like a strange question in nature. Like mm. this weird mystery. Yeah, but why don't we see baby pigeons? We, you don't see any baby birds. Yeah. That's that was well explained. Yeah, it gets me a little angry. Well, no wonder. Should we do the last one about Trader Joe's? Because you love Trader Joe's. Well, I don't because I can never figure what to buy in it. But this might be the thing that turns it around for Go me. Go on, Dom. Okay. Let me hear. Well, I, I did the last one, so you do this. All right, sorry. This is Kate from Tumwater, oh, lovely Washington. Lovely place. Tumwater. Tumwater. Well, it depends how you think of it, doesn't it? Because it could also describe diarrhea. Mm, good point. Yeah, yeah you ruined that. Kate says, I love two things from Trader Joe's in particular. Mm -hmm. They have shelf-stable whipping cream. Because it's always nice to have whipping cream available, and it's got a long shelf life. Mm. So you don't need to put it in the fridge, is that what you're saying? I'm worried about that. Oh, yeah. Cream that you don't have to put in the What's fridge. What's in it? How many chemicals are in that? Yeah. Unless the can is already a fridge. Also, it's called whipping cream, but surely it should be called whipped cream, because the cream has been whipped. You're not... Yeah. You don't have to take it out and whip it. It's already yeah. been whipped. You're quite, you're quite angry with the world yeah. today. Yeah, I like that about you. Yeah. And then? And they carry frozen chocolate or almond croissants. How would you pronounce that? I would say croissant because you and I have spent a significant amount of time in France, haven't we? <laughs> but over here they say croissant. 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 Do they? I think they say croissant. Because I always, when I come to that word, I always have a little delay. Croissant. Croissant. That's what I would say. In anyway. Starbucks over here, they mm -hmm. look at you like you're being a bit pretentious, don't they? Could I get that croissant? Well, probably yeah, because you've got a little scarf on and yeah, onions around your neck. Hey, but these sound good. Frozen chocolate or almond croissant? That you can let rise overnight? Mm. How does that work? Mm. Then you bake them for 20 minutes or so in the morning. Mm. Warm chocolate croissants are the best. I have to say. What? In France, like a coffee and a croissant, it's yeah. about as good as food gets, I think. Like a, a French croissant. Yeah. Incredible. But you're basically eating like bready butter, aren't you? A pan au chocolat. That's a croissant with chocolate running through, isn't it? I like it when the pan au chocolat chocolate is like a little hard mm. rather than runny. Right into it. Yeah. Like a little chocolate snake. And a double espresso. I'm ready for the day, Tom. I'm ready for the toilet after that. Are you ready for our guests? Oh, no. Oh, we no, wait a minute. Calm down, William. I just saw a segue there. Yeah. What, one of those machines that take you around? Yeah, what are they doing yeah, in your studio? Get a segue out of here. Johnny Close, hit us with the VMs, buddy. Hi. Hi. There are some European countries that have traditional songs, such as Ireland's Whiskey in a Jarro. So my question is, have you two ever gotten in the spirit of folk music from any European country? If so, what was your best experience and why? That's good. I wonder what the official folk song of, of England is. Is it, is it Come On Eileen by Dexy's Midnight Runners? Probably is. It's a pretty good one. It's got a very specific dance to it. You have to tuck your thumbs into your trousers. It doesn't feel like a wedding unless you're doing Come On Eileen. Oh, come it? on, Eileen. Mm. Speeds up. 
You like folk music. I do like folk music. And Scotland has a poet uh, called Robert Burns, who I'm a, a, a huge fan of. I think his poetry. He was a, a working class man, uh, a farmer. And he wrote some of the most beautiful poetry and the most beautiful songs. So songs that he wrote, like um, "My Love Is Like a Red Red Rose" and "Spiky." What? Spiky. <laughs> <laughs> I think, is that what he was getting? I at? don't know. What he, do you know what? I've never actually thought about yeah. it. Was he the guy that lived in a cave and saw a spider? Is that the same guy? No, that Who's was the Robert that lived... the Bruce. Oh, they're not the same person. No. Okay. But they're both called Robert. Mm. And so is my dog. Yeah. So there you are. Brilliant. Um, I don't know. We'll look into folk songs. Someone asked me if at the next live podcast we could do the Hokey Cokey. And That's I, a good idea. And I said, I don't think I know the Hokey Cokey. I know the Hokey Cokey. Do you? do you know what we'll do? The slosh. Don't know it. I'll teach you it and we'll do the slosh. It's my favorite dance. Is it? Is it a Scottish dance? Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. How well would you take care of your car if you had to keep the same one your entire life? That's how our brain works, so why don't we treat it that way? How we care for our minds affects how we experience life, so it's important to invest time and care into keeping them healthy. There are plenty of ways to support a healthy brain, like learning a new language or taking power naps, and there's also BetterHelp Online Therapy. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat-only therapy sessions, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash onion. That's betterhelp.com slash onion. Hey, you. Yes, you. Do you have bush? What? Bush. Oh. Uh, you probably do if you don't use these fantastic products from our sponsor today, the Magical Manscaped. Oh, yes. Oh, they've got great, great products, Dom, for taking care of your bush. Mm. And because, you know, we like people out there, you can get money off with our special code, which is ONION. Mm. Use the code ONION, you'll get 20% off all their fantastic products. And free shipping. And free shipping. Yeah, at manscaped.com. And the trimmer is designed to reduce grooming accidents and shave hair on loose skin thanks to a ceramic blade and advanced skin-safe technology. Very safe. Also, no need for night vision goggles, you guys. This trimmer has LED lights to allow you to mow the lawn in the dark. Right, guys. So that's 20% off these fantastic products and free shipping if you go to manscaped.com and you use our code ONION, mm. it's time you leveled up your grooming game. And you can do that with the ultimate bushwhacking tools from Manscaped. Next one, Johnny on the Clues. I just listened to the trailer for the Moriarty series on Audible, and I am so excited for it. I was wondering if you guys could talk about it yet. We can absolutely talk about it. Audible bringing out a podcast in kind of storybook chapter form. 
spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney, make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusion supply. See store or jcp.com for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. In which uh, Billy and I play sleuths in the Sherlock Holmes uh, world. We're looking at this through the angle of Moriarty and his partner, Moran, other heroes. And Sherlock Holmes is a bad man. Not Batman. Batman, Batman. Yeah, so we've, we've turned the story of Sherlock Holmes literally on its head, Tom. Mm-hmm. And I remember recording stuff for you and thinking, he is marvellous. I remember one point you were going off on something about Moriarty and mm. I got lost in your eyes, Tom. Mm, I got yeah. lost in your eyes. It was nice that we could be in the studio together because a lot of the time with these audio dramas, the actors come at different times and you're not working together and fo- or video games. And and uh, it was great that we went together and we did all this. Mm. Uh, and it is really well written. Mm. I thought it was a great script. Yeah, very cool. And we're very excited that it's um, going to be coming to wherever you get your podcasts sometime in the next month or so is that i have no idea sometimes when i don't know the answer to a question my voice goes higher well you're you're probably hearing in my voice that i have absolutely no idea when it comes out then we're not sure but soon thanks for your question is that it on the voicemails another one it's done just thumbs up from johnny cloaks in the new studio we've got guests how is it in there johnny He's loving it. He's absolutely He's loving, loving it. it. Loving it in here. Oh, What's brilliant. it like? What's it, what, what is this? What is the general sense? What's the general feeling there? It's it's a little cold. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Bring this a desk is very smooth. Ooh, very smooth. Uh, desk. Olivia and Trevor are, are just absolutely wonderful. Right. Uh, okay. Pressing buttons, plugging oh, in yeah. wires, yeah. and um, yeah, I don't know what else they're doing. But well, we're loving it. Wonderful. Okay, well, good. what a lovely time. Well, William, we've got guests today. Great guests. Double trouble. Um, shall we? Should we do a little introduction and then bring them in? A little introduction. Uh, we'll let them we'll let them tune their horns while we're doing the introduction, as it were, Dom. Not a euphemism. Here, Dom, on you go. We our lovely guests today are the Potash twins. Yes. Adiv and Ezra Potash, pronounced Potash. So I got it wrong. Uh, professionally known as the Potash twins, are American identical twin musicians and television personalities from Omaha, Nebraska. The twins have hosted several TV shows on Food Network, Bravo TV, and Travel Channel that perform with John Legend, wow, Diplo, Snoopy Doggy Dog, yes, a little baby, John Baptiste, who we work with with uh, on uh, Colbert, of course, Robert yes. Glasper, Major Laser, amazing band, and Winton Marcellus. Oh, they've worked with them all, though. Well, they've done them a lot. They're fantastic and and very good hosts as well with their TV shows and. 
They have fantastic glasses, and I enjoy a nice pair of glasses, as you know, Doug. Yeah, of course. Well, should we bring in the Potash twins, and then we can ask them all about what it feels like to be a twin. Adiv and Ezra, come on in. You're the first guest in the new studio. I don't even know what to say. Personally, I'm honored because we're longtime listeners of the Friendship Podcast. But cool. to break in a new space, to entrust us with that, I, I don't even know. I'm kind of speechless, per personally. Listen, we're, it's all new to us, too. And it's it's nice. It's a nice energy in this room. I like it. It's beautiful. I like it as well, yeah. Also, I like the green. Oh, sorry. To cut no, you. it's all right. Billy had a significantly shorter drive, which you really love, don't you, Billy? I really love that as well. It feels like there's more space. Mm. I like that we've got kind of upgraded the cameras and stuff. Ooh. I like the dartboard. I'm not great at darts, but I feel like we should take that on today at some point. I feel yeah, like we have to break that in. I mean, unless you're professional, is anyone really good at darts? I feel like it's like, it's like pool. If you have just the right amount of beer, maybe a pint right. or two, maybe you get in the zone with darts, but most people are not that good at darts. Is it being in the zone or is it just being overly confident? Because yeah. to me, those two go hand in hand. Yeah, maybe like not caring that much, you know? Right, and that's when it all happens for right. you. And Agreed. if anyone who doesn't know how to play darts, if you play the actual real game, you have to finish on a double, mm. which right. is the little thin bit mm -hmm. at the end. Mm. And that's actually really hard. Yeah, is anyone actually capable of doing that? Or I do you have to be professional? It sounds like Billy's a stickler for the rules. He's very of, good. Of the I game of darts. So Billy is why the dartboard's even here? Yeah, probably. probably he's yeah. a good pool player, Billy, and he's good at darts. My favorite bar game is shuffleboard. You guys oh, mess around with oh, shuffleboard? yeah. Okay, also, I totally just hit you. I'm sorry yeah, about that. Did. Well, this is actually hilarious because there's a developing story happening right now. We just got back from Kansas City uh -huh. uh, the day before yesterday, and we whooped. This is, I, I'm easing into it, but we were performing at, a, at something called The Big Slick, which is Paul Rudd, Jason Sudeikis, Eric Stone Street, Rob Riddle. They, have like, and they all are from Kansas City, so they all do like one big oh, charity event. Wow. And in the late hours of the night, literally yesterday, what was it? 24 the hours The day before ago, yesterday, yeah. Uh, Adam Scott challenged me to cornhole, and I didn't miss a hole for 20 things straight, and he was on like some show, press show yesterday, and he was talking about Wow. How, he thought it was you that kicked He thought it was, I always get the credit for You're things he zone. does. You're yeah. in the zone. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just I'm hoping that can shift into darts, but I don't know if that's possible. Well, it, we were just talking about, you know, playing these games that nobody really has a good skill on, right. but they're just fun social games. Yeah, yeah. And I love darts, but we don't I don't have a dartboard at home. I feel you like should, you I should get that. one. Mm -hmm. My son's got one in his room, and uh, I'll occasionally go in and just show him how brilliant I am. Well, I mean, you have to kind of refresh their memory as often as you it's, can. It's, right? it's a good idea, isn't have, it? Have you ever been gone in there and there's a photo of you on, on, the, on the actual? No, I would hate that. Though. Mm, teenagers, <laughs> I know what If it hasn't right? happened yet, it probably will happen. I would oh, assume. Yeah, I would yeah. think so. Well, um, thanks for coming on the show. We totally appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, we love having people on that are passionate about the jobs that they do because maybe you guys could inspire people to, you know, be passionate about. I their, doubt that'll their happen. Coming, we're really from only us, but... passionate about Lord of the Rings. So okay, oh, well, and um, jazz music, and of yeah. course, and food. We got in, we dabble in the food world stuff too. Well, I know. Yeah. I, I was watching a, an episode and you were off chasing a, a lizard man. Oh around, God, around that, that was that was a long time ago. Oh that, my God, we never found fun. we never found this no. supposed lizard man. But. I think because he doesn't exist. Mm. I think yes. that's probably the reason. I think that had something to do with it for sure. <laughs> I mean, we never saw we never saw any you know trace evidence of existence. So I, I think you're probably in the right space there. <laughs> well, let's go back a little bit to when you guys started. You know, kind of making sense of what you were going to do with your career. Had you guys spoken about always wanting to work together or did you just kind of fall into Literally, it? Literally, we never had a conversation like, we want to do the same thing. 
we want to go into entertainment and at all really and we both just kind of gravitated towards the exact same passions and then we both got kind of good at doing them mm-hmm. and we we're like we got to do it together at this point well and we sort of talk about especially with jazz and playing horns like this concept of twin tuition like right. when we were growing up we kind of like spoke our own gibberish when you're really young like yeah. as a twin it's like a pretty common like phenomenon that happens mm-hmm. and we sort of saw that that kind of carried over into the music like especially with improvising and jazz mm-hmm. like you kind of click into these same ah, kind of we like finish each other's sentences but we, musically right ah, that's yeah. Cool. yeah very cool yeah mm-hmm. and so then, so, yeah and then we kind of just like kept working on that we both went to school in new york city i went to manhattan school of music and he went to suny purchase and we, we just kind of worked at it and got a lot better at be, you know being horn players and then the, kind of the rest was history so hold on let's go let's go further back then so you guys grew up where in omaha nebraska nebraska cold it's cold wait, wait that's what i know it's you cold. can't tell from my accent that that's where i came from <laughs> i know but do you guys have nebraskan accents no no it's actually famous for having no accent whatsoever which oh. is why a lot of the national newscasters came are from, from omaha there, yeah now dom is not very good at the geography of the united states no. of america no. as you can see behind this is how we work it out we work it out on my hand let this so this you guys can florida and then don't tell dom yet and then up here is new york and then over here my fingers that's uh, that's That's like california California. right so where is nebraska i don't know but i do know it's (laughs) i I know it's cold nebraska's cold right because i've seen the film so i'm going to say kind of up north canada's up here billy's watcher's talking to him there I'm going to say, give us your finger, go, go all the way over to like your thumb and then go up <laughs> into the middle and then across a little bit there. So right, I need boys to, think. Oh, okay. okay. So that looks like the Northeast to me. From I just would based say off of the hand Nebraska is like dead center of the country. Oh, is that mm-hmm. right? Yeah, Why yeah, is it yeah. so cold? Yeah. Or is it not? It's, it's, it is. It is. It's it is cold. cold. Yeah, it's cold. Could but it. it's like. Kind of this weird thing where it's not quite the north and not, not quite, quite the, the south. south. So it kind of get it has a little and bit not of really a... east or west either. Uh, like right. it really oh, has... I guess that's what being in the freaking center would mean. But, yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it it does have like classic Midwest weather, like really bad snow in the winter, tornadoes, yeah, tornadoes. Yeah. yeah. But I, really, the the funniest thing about it is that it has no identifying like characteristics at all. It really? just is like a classic Midwestern famous thing. famous people that have come out Alexander of Payne, Payne, Warren Buffett. Uh, uh yeah, that's pretty much famous the list. foods, famous the I runza mean, Omaha steaks, we have a bunch of meat. Yeah. Gross, yeah. Um the runza, which is like a hot pocket. So, it's a fast okay, it's a yeah. regional fast food, food chain, chain that I mean we love it. It's just like you, would you think it was there. like Subway, but it's like completely sealed and just filled with like cabbage and ground beef. Okay. It's actually pretty good, okay. but it doesn't... I think it originated, it was like a Polish thing? Yeah, or... a beer rock or something. Like yeah, How do you, you know guys what... feel about the Nebraskan film, Nebraska? Oh, I, mean, I we, loved it. We've had like lunch with Alexander Payne before, and yeah. I think he's a genius. genius I, mean, yeah. I, I like that movie. I thought the cast was insane. And Will Forte. Yeah. Was that like his first drama? Oh, is that right? I think. Did you like it? I, I liked yeah, it, I but it I feel great. like... Great cast. I mean, yeah, if, they made a, if they made a movie about like the town the where mom, you're from... The mom completely stole the show. She was hilarious. Yeah, I can't remember her name, though. Yeah, she was great, though. I agree. Didn't, didn't steal it that much, then. Well, <laughs> nice you, so you're in Nebraska, mm-hmm. yeah. and then you're going to start a music... Mind the mahogany. Do, I know that. I've got this stuck under my bum, you know? Yeah. Hey, and, then, and then you're going to start music. Do, do you straight away say, it's a trumpet and a trombone, or do you say, give us a guitar? I then, picked up the trumpet first. Right. Um, well, I guess we did start on guitar and piano and stuff like that. But I Hold mean, on, hold on. Yeah. 
We have to get something straight, and it's a horrible twin thing. Yes. Which one's which, and which one plays what? Adiv trumpet. Adiv trumpet. Ezra trombone. Yeah. Ezra trombone. Yeah. Adiv. And how do people say Adiv's Adiv other than he's holding a trumpet? D. I have like a scar here, and they ah. say D. Dent. D. Dent. Adiv. Dent. Dent. He's got a dent. But also, we Ezra. go by. Trombone. Yeah, right. I have no, I, yeah, but also we go by S and D, so like if that's easier S okay. to do. Right. Yeah, okay. Good. Billy, Billy and I get confused with each other all the time. We don't even look anything <laughs> yeah. like each other. So for you guys, nice. it must be a minefield. It, People yeah, it, will bring pictures of Dom in Lost for me to sign. Oh, oh my god! god. And I'm like, how well, does that happen? Well, speaking of which, I mean, I feel like in the Lord of the Rings movies, like you guys have a very brotherly dynamic. Absolutely. So I, I think that. You know, Mary and Pip. Yeah, but I mean, bringing kinda... the bringing like Dom's picture. Well, to that's Billy. just that's just. I mean, I don't even. I don't want to defend that baby. I think at all, to but... give him the benefit of the doubt, and Billy and I have talked about this ad nauseum. I think it's because we're generally always together in the film. Mm -hmm. So sometimes, I'm sure for us guys, we probably don't get confused with R2, D2, and C3PO. But I think a lot of people are like, well, which one's which? Because they're always together. Right. So that right. just means they've only seen Fellowship of the Ring? Yeah, maybe. Because once we, you get the two split. towers, it's like really obvious who's Yeah, who. it's true. It's true. I mean, we're also just asking for it. Like, we, yeah. we, don't, we don't dress alike like at all, really, but it's the just glasses the glasses. Are, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, we're asking for it. So when people get us mixed up, it is not. Yeah, we we're just really, so yeah. used to it. We're not doing it at this right, point. Yeah. Right. The Conqueror teamed up with Warner Brothers, consumer products, and designed five iconic virtual challenges to take everyone from the enchanting bag end to the unknown depths of Mordor. The Conquering Virtual Challenges was created in 2016 to help solve one of the biggest problems that many people face in their lives, starting and sticking to regular exercise to enhance and maintain health and well-being. And it's working. So far, The Conqueror has helped over 400,000 people globally. Mm. Who says sports and fantasy don't have a lot in common? So, Billy, how does it work? Well, it's simple, Dom. You scan the QR code and download the Conqueror Challenges app. Join the first challenge using your unique codes and don't stop until you reach Mordor. Follow the same path as the Fellowship and go through the five trails in the same order. The Shire, the Fellowship, Mines of Moria, the Eye of Sauron, and Mordor. Walk, run, cycle, do any of the activities to advance on the Middle Earth map. Enjoy stories and postcards every time you reach a milestone. Get five beautifully crafted medals for each challenge completed and help the One Ring travel from mesmerizing Hobbiton to dreadful Mount Doom. As you progress through the challenge, you'll unlock postcards and stories when you reach certain milestones. The stories are inspired by the narrative of the film trilogy with hand-picked images and captions that add rich contextual information. Each postcard comes with a challenge-specific artwork, design, and exciting information highlighting key locations. That's fantastic, Tom. Now, where can listeners go to find it? Oh, it's very simple, Bills. The app can be found at theconqueror.events slash onion. That's T-H-E-C-O-N-Q-U-E-R-O-R dot events slash O-N-I-O-N, theconqueror.events slash onion. Green Chef is a CCOF certified meal kit company. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. Now, Green Chef now offers more variety and flexibility than ever before with 
double the choices. Now you can choose from all 24 recipes weekly with the option to mix and match meals from different preferences. Like for instance, say you can do vegan one day, you can do keto the next. Now, do members of your household eat differently? Now you can order for every lifestyle, vegan, vegetarian, keto, paleo, mediterranean, fast and fit, gluten free, anything you like, all in one box. I think it's fantastic and I also think it's like, it's a bit of a like a, a, a little quiz for me as I set up my, my recipes and all the parts and I try to make it as good as I can. I think it's fantastic, makes it easy and it makes it easy to eat healthy. Go to greenchef.com slash onion135 and use the code onion135 to get $135 off across five boxes, plus free shipping on your first box. That's greenchef.com slash onion135 and use the code onion135 to get $135 off across five boxes and free shipping. It's the number one meal kit for eating well. Right, anyway, mm. so... So, right, in your house... Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go on. Was there guitars lying around, or was there actually a trumpet lying around as a no, kid? No, no, it was like... Or what was it, middle school? And they were like, you got to pick an instrument, or you got to do, mm -hmm. what, strings or something. And I picked up the trumpet right away. I knew I wanted to play that. You, oh, it was different Tell them story. why you picked trumpet. Oh, because it had three finger buttons. I thought that'd be easy. Easy. Yeah, mm -hmm. but it completely screwed my and whole life. I started on tuba. Of, I mean, of all things, I don't know why. I think I just wanted the attention, probably, because it was such a big instrument. Yeah, that's a and I, I oh, loved that's playing it, but then, like, after a while you're, while, you're like, where do you go from here? Like, yeah. I don't see a tuba career in my future, necessarily. Yeah. And then in high school, I switched to trombone because I wanted to be in the jazz band, and there was really not a tuba, like, opportunity in the jazz band. So I picked up trombone, and I, I, I loved it instantly. It just, it has the same... Kind of like range is like a vocalist, like a tenor vocalist. And right. I just thought that that was what it was more relatable than the tuba. Mm. Also, and, when you get a good blues trombone, there's mm. kind of like nothing like that. Right. Mm -hmm. And I is, think you really love like trombone shorty and stuff like that. Yeah. Is the most embarrassing thing in the world for a trombone player when you, you push it out so much that it falls, <laughs> that it breaks apart? Oh, yeah. I mean, you get, you, get, you get a better feel of when and where that happens, and you right. just try to avoid it at all costs. Right. But yeah. I'm surprised there isn't something at the bottom that would like catch it. I mean, it's more Especially for like... Especially for like younger oh, students. Dude, it's, it has right. to do about like maintenance of the trombone. Right. You got to get it off so you can clean it, which right. I don't do as often as I should do. But yeah, I mean, it has to come off. Like, but even if you get like drawers from Ikea, they'll put a thing in that it stops. It <laughs> yeah, right that's true. That's a fantastic point. Mm -hmm. So, so I, maybe you could get a trombone from like, Ikea. Like a trombone right. I was going to say, we should probably ask Ikea to make a... Are they Norwegian, Swedish? They're Swedish. certainly Swedish. A, a Swedish. Swedish. Oh, the meatballs. Swedish. They're Swedish, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. We, should, we should like reach out to Ikea about yeah, making it. Have you guys seen, I sent it to Billy and we did have a little bit of a chortle about it. Have you guys seen the epic moment where in an orchestra, a, a guy has not, a guy is supposed to hit a drum to finish off the thing. And when he hits the drum, the little bomby knocker that he used to hit the drum flies off and hits another person yeah. in the face. Oh my God. And it's, the, it's his only job, the entire <laughs> thing. And he goes, Boom! Hits in. She it's just the classic. No, you had one job. Yeah, yeah, meme. Exactly. Yeah. It was the timpani. Yeah, oh, it was the timpani, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, was yeah. it? Mm. Yeah. 
Brilliant. But it's don't you brilliant. love my favourite thing in that was that it was called a bomby knocker. A bomby knocker, yeah, that's what I call <laughs> that's it. That's what it's called. No, was, well, that's oh, what I call oh, it. You, but I just love this lady's reaction. It's almost as if the lady knew that this guy was going to do it because she just kind of looks at him and just walks she straight walks, like, oh. like She, she looks gonna... at him like it's happened before. Right. Yeah. Wait, the, this is just bringing up the idea of I feel like the greatest reality show ever would be like the dynamics of like the London Symphony, Symphony Orchestra. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Just seeing like who hates who and who can't stand the other people and who wants to try to steal every show and yeah. like I feel like that'd be hilarious. Yeah. Have you guys played an orchestra? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We yeah. Did, we've done a bunch but of as bra Like brass in an orchestra you literally sit there for 20 minutes and then play one note and then you sit there again. Like, you Unless literally don't do anything. Mm. No, no, but I mean, like, in... And you know there's, like, stereotypes for orchestra and then the brass is always the drinkers, isn't it? Mm. Yes. The trumpet players are always kind of like the macho ones, which yeah. I don't think really makes yeah. sense, but yeah. it's, we're typecast that way. Yes. Mm. Yes. And so, then, I don't know what, the, what it says about the trombone players. Do trombone players, players but... have no personality? Like, right. that's just not a thing that's associated with the instrument. The, their right. biggest personality is the fact that they are they play trombone. Which isn't much trombone, to work with. Yeah. It's not much to work with. The trombone is their personality. I mean, right. historically, obviously, in music, we've got this, there's been some big trumpet heroes right mm. louis armstrong that guy went to the moon uh <laughs> chet, chet baker, baker. Oh, right? oh yeah yeah well, who are the trombone heroes it's like jj J. J. Johnson, johnson kai windig uh who was louis, louis? i mean it's it's hard because it's like there's Jack not a, there's not a miles davis of the trombone right, right. you know yeah it's it's, it's is that going to be you oh where well. you put me on the spot with that i mean i i would love to become that but it's not something that like a person can choose it's something that the world it's chooses for the person to, yeah. so we'll see i'll work my butt off to see, to see if you, i, can I mean you it. guys sound great i've mm -hmm. I've, I've listened to a lot of it well, what's, what's the latest album pornography, pornography. Yeah, yeah that just came out like five weeks ago yeah. now it's i mean that, that was yeah. the the whole thing about that album was we wanted to showcase where horns fit in and like the modern musical landscape. Mm -hmm. Like, mm. so we did EDM with horns. We did hip hop with horns. We really? did some like kind of singer songwritery stuff with. Well, horns. and we're always kind of seen as like backup. We're like, can we? How do we change the perception? Yeah, of that? right. Yeah. So we have to show showcase it in all the different styles, and you get our friends on there that actually rap and actually sing on there. Yeah, you get a little bit of attention for that. And we did spoken word from right. people in our lives that were just like. I don't know. It was we started working on it during COVID, and it mm -hmm. felt so like isolating to be away from everybody. And we were like, "How do we make this album like an inclusive experience for everybody that we want to be involved with it?" Yeah. And so we just started having like you know some people sending us voice memos of stuff, right. and try to incorporating that into the music. And then it got to a point where it was like, "Well, I mean, we would like our men like to showcase our mentors on this mm -hmm. and ha see what they say." And we would tell them like, "Hey, record something about." trumpet or record something about just hor the horns like whatever comes to mind yeah, yeah like yeah, literally yeah. just like stream of consciousness and then like we turn you. it into a song and right. try to weave it in there cool. that's great and that was really fun too yeah. well yeah. so what advice would the two of you give with with the instruments that you both have expertise in to a youngster who mm. might be interested in picking up a trombone or a trumpet i would say learn your scales like everyone says, but then also just play along the music you like to listen to. Mm. Like, don't play all the etudes. That doesn't really help you that much. Play this music you like to listen to and enjoy. Because then you're going to play all night and play, you know. Right, that's, that's what, what we did. It was like, it really clicked for me in particular when, you know, you, you have a song that you really want to learn and you just go learn it. And then the the hours fly by because you're just having fun. Play, you're being a part of something that you right. love so much mm. as opposed to like locking yourself in a room and being like, I need to know my chromatic scale or my, you know, right. melodic minor scale, which you have to do. I truly believe that like the 10,000 hour rule applies to right. instruments. It's like right. there's a certain point where in, in the beginning you're like thinking about, oh, like this 
you know, slide, uh, it's like slide whatever six is this B flat or whatever. It's not, it's that'd be D flat. No. But uh, yeah, and, and you're overthinking like the technicality of the instrument. And then at a certain point, you like get a threshold where you're just free. And you're like, well, oh, I know what that is. I know it's cliche, but they always say it's like learning a language, but it's true. It's like until you have the vocabulary to actually have a conversation, you're going to be thinking about all the words that you know, yeah. and yeah. then you don't actually get to have a good conversation with anybody. Yeah. So once you have a good conversation, then you're actually playing music. Right. Mm -hmm. A huge part of it is just enjoying it, right? Because if you're enjoying it, then you're going to continue right. to do it more and more. Uh, instead of, like you said, obviously you need to learn your scales and that can be a little bit rote, but you need to find like a few songs that you really love that you, that you want to play. Absolutely. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I mean, it's, it's, it's true with anything like any, you know, people that play sports, it's like, well, you want to go and do a sport that you want to play. If you don't right. want to play it, then why are you doing it? Yeah, Just because yeah. you're athletic. Yeah. Right. It's right. Like that's what, that's definitely. Well, Billy, I know you play. Mm. Do you, Dom, do you play anything? Play a little guitar, but nowhere near as good as uh, as Billy. And I have a piano in my house that I like making sounds on, mm, but right. I don't really know what I'm doing. I, I, I totally agree. And I never learned, I didn't do the hours of scales. And, you know, I've seen it much more as a songwriting tool. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, and my son's playing a lot of music now, and he's doing that. And I'm glad that he's doing it because I agree with you guys that if you turn up in a room of musicians and someone says, okay, let's play this in E-flat, and then off you go and you guys can play, whereas I need to think about it right. a lot, and I, 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 don't, I never learnt music in that way. But I think, I, think it's, I think it's really important if you want to sit in a room with musicians and just make music. I, I agree. Well, I think you're 100% right about you were doing it to be a songwriter. Mm. Because like when we started, we were just trying to play music. So it was mm -hmm. like we were coming from the performative aspect of it. So we had to learn all of that stuff. But now we, that's how we approach when we write music now is like through our vocabulary of playing the horns. Yep. So I completely agree with you that if you're just going in it to be so for songwriting, like it, anything will help you songwrite. Like, and I think as a songwriter... I think it's a great idea when you're really good at a, uh, an instrument like you guys to then try and write a song on another instrument. Mm -hmm. uh, Neil Finn told me that actually right. once. He said, just go to a, uh, uh, an instrument that you don't know and write a song on that. And then mm. you, you, it gets you out of those patterns, doesn't it? Right. That you're like, oh, I know that that sounds great after that. I know that this sounds good. But if you're there and you're going, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I can tell you that's so true because I wrote like some of the first songs on our first album on piano and I didn't even like think about them for trombone until I got melodies I really liked and I'm like, yeah, this this would make sense for trombone and then I'd move it to trombone and I'd be yeah. like, all right, we have an album here. Nice. But it's true because when you do it on an instrument that you don't know so well, you're thinking in like the simplest way Yeah. and right. I think that that does a lot of editing for you because I think especially with jazz, it's like very performative for the artist itself a right, lot of the time right. and i think doing that like moving to a different medium is almost like a really good way of like just editing your own taters kind of. so here's the thing what makes jazz jazz i've always wanted have you got that answer Dom? yeah i think it's just being cool is it <laughs> you, you reach a certain amount of cool and then it's jazz you're wearing a suit and right. someone comes over to you and says what are you playing and you kind of go don't worry about it it's probably jazz. It's probably jazz. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Right? I mean, and what about you guys? What makes jazz jazz? Yeah, what is jazz? Jazz is, it's spontaneity. It's like right. creative spontaneity. So it's like everything that's going on, we have like a baseline for what's going to happen, but everything else is improvised. Okay, when you're on set and you're doing a scene, 
and you're you go off script, that uh, to me that's, that's jazz. jazz. It's right, not right. Like, like someone's saying here this is the scene, you here are your characters, here's the setting. But go be do it how you would do it. Right. That's the jazz Improvise. part of that. Right. Because it's like right. we know what the melodies are, we know what the band's gonna do. To me, that's the setting in the character. Right. It's exactly like whatever the script is, that's just what that's what the notes are. Okay. But that's not at all what the like actual how do you like the actual scene, what you do with your partners, that's the jazz. Right, the right, the okay. the nuances. Right. It, you know. Where does the word come from, do you know? <laughs> I, I like, did, when did yeah. somebody first say? It was originally jazz with two S's. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, and it was like, it was an old, like, New Orleans thing. Like, right. And I don't remember if it was, like, originally another. Just a sexy song? Jazz. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's obviously uh, the kind of... I I just can't see where you're leading us to here. Yeah, we don't don't know, dude. I don't know. know. There's another word that starts with the J and M's and two Z's, but I won't go there. It's all my jizz. That's okay. Uh, But that's actually how jazz started. I'm kidding. Uh, That's how how everything starts. What about jazz movies? Because there are a few examples of jazz Mm. In the movies, there's a Charlie Parker film. There's, there's a La La Landy recently. Right. Yes. There's, there's, a, there's a song about Ch- Ch- a Chet Baker, a film about Chet Baker. Ethan oh, Hawke, uh, right? Let's Get Lost. Right? Uh, yeah, but there's well, he acted in that. You're right. There's right. an Ethan Hawke one. Are there any jazz films where you're like, actually, that's pretty good? Just go Scorsese film. Okay, I would say not film, but definitely a TV show on HBO called Treme. Oh, that was yeah. made by the guys that did The Wire. Uh huh. And yes. that was like kind of about New Orleans, and it was like jazz and food and right. kind of like a true crime thing there was too. A, yeah, but there was no like they had cameos by actual like jazz yeah. artists, and right. you were like, "All right, someone here." Knows well, in the backstory on. of one of the characters that was a jazz musician. Like they literally pulled from all of the famous jazz bloodlines and like made this character. Nice. And it was like, oh, this guy's coming to New Orleans from New York. He's like one of the New York jazz guys. Right. Like, uh, you're not welcome here, kind of a thing. Yes. Like, I, I mean, it's been a really long time since I've seen it, but, but that like, was the one that, that actually was jazz versus just doing a biopic about a jazz musician. I yeah. Think. Right. Because, right. Um, oh, uh, well, Robert De Niro learned uh, saxophone for that New York film, New York, New York. I like Might to call it saxophone. It. Oh, yes. Yeah. Because it's a very sexy instrument, isn't it? And then what's his name? What's your man called from Ghost Dog, The Way of the Sun? Oh, Forrest Whitaker. Didn't he oh, play Oh, yeah. Forrest Whitaker played Charlie Parker. Yeah. Right. He played Bird. That and I think right. that's a relatively highly yes, rated that one, film about a jazz Don musician. Cheadle also played Miles. He did play in, in Miles Ahead. Right? Yeah. Miles I mean, mm. that was like pretty recently. And yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't. Well, the, the I can't about, say it. And everyone it. always comes up to us and says, "Like, what do you what What's La La Land like to you to, as jazz sure. musicians?" And that's a really hard question to answer mm-hmm. because I don't think if you're going to talk about La La Land and actually make a movie about jazz, it wouldn't take place in Los Angeles. Right. Mm-hmm. So that I think I don't know, and that's a hard. We know a lot of the people who were involved with that, so it's hard to like. Yeah, the, the jazz scene isn't as strong in LA as it is in other cities. Yeah, not at all. I mean, well, it's, it's a, a it's a town made up of all like studio players, so right. it's like. I don't think it has the same environment that like New York does where yeah. it's kind of like, oh, you go to club to club and you go to like jam sessions and you try to like, right. you know, drop your like knowledge on people kind of. It, I mean, yeah, it's like kind of like New York jazz stuff is like a constant like rap battle, but music. Yes. It's right, like right. you go to different clubs that have different sessions and you try to like prove one yourself up, to yeah, people. Yeah, one up right. on the people. And that's very mu- New York is very much like how you would imagine like people doing stand-up comedy, mm-hmm. that world where it's like somebody has 15 minutes, then we're going to show you how good we are kind of thing. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's New York jazz. And you guys went to college, yeah. different mm-hmm. colleges in yeah. New York. 
did those different colleges have battles, jazz oh. battles? Like if you could went to the same bar and it, what was your college mm. called? SUNY Purchase. SUNY mm. Purchase. Manhattan School of Music. And then yes. were they known like Manhattan School is is better it, at you know? It, it was very. It, I, don't, I don't know. It's like very independent there. Okay. So it's like actually we'd go to a Dizzy's Club and I'll go do that jam session. Right. So it wasn't like a school thing where it was a team. It was definitely not a team thing. Oh yeah, no. There's oh, no right. team. Yeah. There's, there's no, no team yeah. in the jazz. It's like everyone. It's very cutthroat. Everyone's for themselves, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Even like interschool. Yeah, stuff, absolutely. Like, we we talk a lot about like how we don't think music music education is like on the right track really oh. not co- for colleges not for colleges no. i think for there's high n- there is not one university doing music education right what should what should change then what should they do this it, should, it should be, it should be more like how a record label approaches their artists they should develop artists they should like it shouldn't be here you're going to study trumpet like because at the end of the day if you get a diploma it doesn't mean anything to be being a musician like okay. you're not going to be a successful working musician Getting a diploma. So, yeah, and with so that, you need to have more experience in the game. Yeah, right, exactly. right. And, and I think they should just be a lot more selective instead of it being more of like a money-making thing for yes. the schools. Like mm-hmm. they accept people who can pay for it and then it's kind of like this cyclical process. But it's, it's unfortunate because that person's not going to be a musician at the end of the day. Right. Uh, like they're just kind of taking their money. I mean, I think they, like yeah. out of the people that we went to school with, like I don't know if any of them are musicians still. Mm-hmm. Maybe, right. maybe like, I mean, they definitely have other jobs. Yeah, like they definitely them. aren't 24-7 musicians. So well, it's right. like, if that's what the system is, I don't know if that's like a working yeah, thing. Right. Yeah, right. That's, about, that's what, how I see it. What about you, Bills? Anyone in your year that you went to drama college with still working? Yeah, it's the same thing in drama. Right. I, I would say probably out of a class of 20, there's probably four or five still mm-hmm. actors, maybe. And I bet and you... You're, you're the best. <laughs> I don't know them, Billy's but I'll the, also say you're the best. Billy's the damn goat. So yeah, yeah he is. <laughs> great. But yeah. I mean, I, I bet those four or five people too, they probably hustled outside of school. Mm. Right. right. Yeah, like, yeah. It's not... It's well, just... getting a job in the arts is so difficult anyway, yeah. isn't it? And, you know, that's why everyone always tries to put you off when you when you decide yeah. to do a job. I mean, how was your family when you guys decided... Oh, they were about as chill as can be about yeah, it. They, they were, were very supportive. They were like, but whatever also... you do, just work as hard as you possibly okay. can. Yeah. And and I think the the other thing which with the dynamic of the school was we were we were like working working mm-hmm. while we were at school so we kind of didn't give the school as much priority and they didn't like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day we were like when we get out of here in 4 years like we need to have we need to make money as a musician. Yeah. And then they would like Ask Use us that to again, get them, get them into restaurants, restaurants and, and get them like get our teachers. Them gigs. Right. Our teachers would do that. And we'd come back from doing gigs and they'd be like, "Why'd they hire you? They should have hired me." And it's like you're the what teacher the, yeah, yeah you're, like probably because you don't why are we paying to be in of, this environment right. it was we i mean we learned a lot and it was a really good time in life to like you know work really hard at something mm. but i just don't think that they're really it sets it's, you up for success yeah i just don't think they're doing it right and mm. i'm not saying i'm going to be the guy that's going to go in and fix it but i'm just saying i went through the process and i think like there's a better there's a better configuration here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now you guys moved to Los Angeles mm-hmm. for a little bit of music, but also for some TV stuff. Yeah, right? yeah. We did we moved here in twenty eighteen or twenty seventeen. I can't remember the year, but we were like starting to film our Bravo show and we in like half of it was gonna be filmed here and we were thinking about moving here anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. And we were like, All right, sounds like a good as time as any to like do this. Yeah. 
And yeah, we did, and we've loved it ever since. Wow. Was the Bravo show? Was that the one, the the Deep South one? No, that, that was the Travel that was Channel. On, I think we were on Travel Channel at the same time. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. when yeah. I was doing Wild Things. Yeah. Yes. Well, nice, so nice. our mentor in like the food world is this guy Andrew Zimmern. Yeah. We had yeah. a show called yeah. Bizarre Foods. Bizarre and Foods. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he kind of got us into the the story of how we we have so many stories, you guys. It's so hard to like pick and choose. No, it's great. Today, it's but, great. Like, we met Andrew when we were performing somewhere and he, we just hit it off with him like right away. And he mm -hmm. was like, will you guys come to Thanksgiving at my house in Minnesota? And we nice. were like, absolutely. And then long story short, he started a pro production company and we started working with him on stuff. And were you d also doing slightly bizarre foods or less bizarre stuff? Uh, we, no, uh, it that was one, a subset of bizarre foods though. Well, that travel the channel, tram travel. it was like, you know, bizarre foods presents our thing. But it wasn't weird foods. Wasn't? No. no. I mean, that's we, totally Andrew's stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. Andrew's stick. He does but, like straight stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, well, that's cool. And then some of these people that you've performed with. How was uh, Snoopy Doggy Doug? Amazing. 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 That was just like a month ago. Really? We did, he and Little Baby did a Collab. like, collaboration and yeah. we played horns and wrote some of that. And that was awesome to do. That's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. he, uh, he's lived a life, hasn't he, Snoopy? Oh, my oh gosh, yeah, yeah. He's he been around the block. I think he'd like the color of the walls in here, too. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think he probably would. Yeah. John I, Baptiste, we obviously, Billy and I did a, a thing with Stephen Colbert for the 20th anniversary oh, yeah. of Rings, and John Baptiste was of course, yeah, amazing. We, so going back to the whole living in New York, going to school thing. He was the first person we met when we moved to New York City, and we would play with him. Like, the first gig we ever did with him, he was like, hey, come to this address. We're going to perform tonight. Our first night in New York City. Wow. And it was Lincoln Center. Wow. And he just didn't lead that. And then we'd play with him, like, literally in the subway. Wicked. Yeah. We'd play and with him all over the place. Yeah. And and that's what we were saying was, like, all of this amazing education took place, place outside with of the school. With John. Like, Wicked. it wasn't at yeah. school. Yeah. It was, okay. like, playing with John. He's so cool and friendly. And yeah. then Major Laser. Holy oh, yeah. Smokes. Oh, yeah. The story about that is just insane, by the way. We, it was, uh, we were, Guy Fieri was getting a star on the Walk of Fame. He asked us to perform at that. Um, and we did it with Brett Michaels and Diplo was there mm. and Diplo was like, you guys, you're coming on tour with me. And we just joined Major Lazer from then. Yeah. And we yeah. loved, we loved Major Lazer before. I mean, like yeah. Lean On is just, Lean On's made it hot, hot yeah. to floor. Right. Oh, I, mean, like, I just light it up. Yeah. So were... many great horn songs. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, oh, yeah. so yeah. it was like, um, yeah. I'll and just playing with him is crazy because it's like. One of the few times we play with pyrotechnics, right. yes. where you're like in your in ears, they're like, "All right, move up a foot," because in three, two, yeah. one, boom, like, and like when an do you explosion gonna be, happens. When do you're like, gonna be a horn player and like have to avoid explosions? <laughs> really? Right, that doesn't That's happen not a, in your orchestra, does it? <laughs> not at all. See? Yeah, I mean, only when they miss the mallet on the timpani. Right, exactly. <laughs> I love right. it. Billy and Dom eat the world. Well, we did ask you guys to bring some food because Billy and I. Do you like to uh, eat the world every so often? And with you guys being, you know, pretty big on food items, you did. You we're pretty big on food. Yeah, yeah. we're. I mean, if you couldn't tell by looking at us, we'd know a thing or two about food. Listen, Billy and I enjoy food too. We're doing a little nationwide tour of restaurants that also include food. So. By the way, favorite segment on this show. Thank yeah. you. I love this. Thank oh my you. god! Yeah. Any clues. Like, so, we are actually fans of the oh, show, cool. you yeah. guys. No, yeah. That's, that's we so cool. love it. We, when we found out you guys had a podcast, we were like, oh, yeah. Oh my Our God. publicist, when we were promoting the album, they're like, what shows do you guys want to do? We were like, like do, you wanna do, do you want to do Jimmy Kimmel? Do, we're like, we want to do the Friendship Onion. Yeah. Get us the Friendship Onion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's not forget they're here to promote an album. Yeah, so, uh, you know, hornography. Yes. Hornography. And, uh, we can talk about talking it. about um, trombone, the trombone on hornography is amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That was you. I appreciate that. Uh, no, I mean, the, the, the album's great. But, Very talented. Um, talking about, you know, bringing the trombone out front. Because the trumpet, I find, 
you know, cool bands, cool indie bands. Trumpet's good. Holy, mm. like I Ska like, has so much trumpet in it. Oh, I love yeah. trumpet, and you just hear that coming through. It's Radiohead use a lot of trumpet. Yeah. Yeah. Blur used to use quite a bit of trumpet back in yeah. the day. So we're getting a, we're getting a trombone out there now. That's what we need. That's the goal. That's yeah. the goal. I mean, <laughs> the trombone. trombone has never had its time. Well, it's because it doesn't have something to stop the thing from going. <laughs> Ikea's going to fix it. I know, that. I was going to say, not to do, do a call, not to do a Will call you back. open that? We'll stop messing about with oh it. Oh my God. It's actually really hard to open. Um, Billy, I can help you. I feel oh, like... John, I, I feel as if... Teeth. I... needs teeth. You're gonna, it's going to go everywhere. Wow, well, I teeth. feel like... No, it's going to go everywhere. It's not. You need teeth. <laughs> You're never going to... That is unbelievably difficult. Use your teeth. Dom, tell us what it is. Well, we've... Uh, Adib and Ezra have brought us... Urume. How do you pronounce you it? it? I, actually, I don't even know how to say it. Really. So, Dried squid. Here comes Johnny with some shit. Yeah, Watch John. That says there we go. There we go. Thank Woo. you, John. Thank you, John. No, typically, we know everything about... Whoa! Like, is it stinky? Hang on. Get that. Oh, yeah. No, typically, we Ooh. know the names of everything, but this is the thing that we just refer to as the squid, squid. jerky. Yeah. Because that's kind of what it tastes like. So on, on tour, is this something that you guys All will have on the All the yeah. damn time. Okay. Yes. And people get, I mean, they just don't know what to Our do with that. Our band hates us because it smells I mean, bad. it does stink. I yeah. mean, if you open that in a, in a flight, a short flight, people are no. not going to be pleased. We never bring that on the flight. <laughs> we would oh be banned. Oh, my yeah. God. Goodness. Yeah. I'll read this little blurb about Please it. Please do, Dom. I'll okay, be very silent over here. Uh, dried squid or ureme urume. I'm going to see urume. Yeah. urume. Yeah, uh, in Japan, is a processed food made by drying in the shade or machine drying the squid, whose internal organs had been removed. Just getting a little graphic here. God, uh, has been used since a since a long time ago. That's very specific. Has been used <laughs> since a long time ago in the southern part of China as well as Southeast Asia. In Japan, surume is considered to bring good luck whereby it is used as one of the auspicious gifts exchanged between families or a bride-to-be or groom-to-be. In this case, Surume is written out in kanji characters representing three wishes, long life, happiness, and to stay with your wife or husband for life. It is also referred to as atarime in a slang word. Now, you guys just eat this Raw dog, or do you yeah. have a little soy sauce? No, 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 no. no. It, it, I don't know what this brand is, but usually you don't need anything. Uh, but I'll let you know if I would add. To and this. usually it's sweeter than you would imagine it to okay. be. Okay. Are we starting this? Yeah, you guys okay. will grab grab oh, a little bit. Okay, it's like a three, two, one count yeah. kind of thing. Grab okay. a little bit. You grab uh, it. If you, you, if you guys it. have listened or watched the podcast, yeah. I'm sure you know that we rate it out of taste, aesthetics, and Billy's category, usefulness. How usefulness. useful is it? Oh, whoa. Well. You know. In your we're, life. we're gonna find out how useful Ready, it is. Ready, Tom. It's, it's coming your way. I'm getting a lot. Yeah, get a lot of squidly diddly. I will just just a little warning situation yeah. here. Yes. Is it's quite chewy. Okay. So yeah. just know what you're putting in. It might take a while to, okay. to, to break down. Well, as Dom gets the It's actually I read, <laughs> I, read, <laughs> I read in one part of this that um uh, it's actually now the word for it, Arumi, is now used in Japan as uh, slang for something that gets better. Really? Oh, it's so oh, you're like, weird. yeah, it's a bit, it's a roomy. It's so like when it first starts, it's not great, but it gets better. How interesting. <laughs> How is that? Well, should we Ready? try it? Yeah, let's Cheers. do it. Three, Cheers, two, boys. Yeah. I like it already. Oh, it's sweet. This is a good one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is a good one. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the things to be mindful of with squid when you're eating it is a tiny little baby squid is almost the size of a grain of sand. And within like nine or 10 months, they can be like bigger than an American football. So eating squid, 
not too bad if you're eating that out of the ocean. Mm. Gets big very quickly. I like your random knowledge. I agree. As a listener of the podcast, I always look forward to those mm-hmm. nuggets you drop. Pretty good on animal stuff. Billy's the music man. Was so good, great. guys. I apologize. This is the first day in your new studio. Mm-hmm. We brought the smelliest damn thing we no, could have brought. No, don't apologize because it's tasty. It's uh, a terrible smell. What did you but, think it would taste like? And then right. what is it? What's your aftertaste situation? Honestly, I thought maybe it would taste a little bit more like it smells because the smell is quite profound, but the taste is quite subtle. Right. Sweet. It, it smells like it would be squid, but then when you chew it, it's kind of like this shredded, al- beef almost almond. like acidic y sweet. Like if you rehydrated that, mm-hmm. I feel like it would be, it could be interesting. It could get interesting. With that. I like it. I'd okay. want to make it. Do you want to know what's in it? Yeah, go on. Right. Number one ingredient squid. Yep. Number two, sugar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number three, some sort of some sort of some sort of vinegary. Yeah. La- lactose. What's lactose? What? Is that it's like milk from milk. Where no. is that coming in? Well, maybe it's that's something that's in the squid itself, or maybe that's the thing that is, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Like the enzyme that would help to like Four ferment is vinegar. it. Vinegar. Four vinegar. Is vinegar. Yeah. Okay. Taste then a salt. Vinegar. Quite a lot of salt, mm-hmm. and then MSG. Yeah, well, which true. apparently isn't. Uh, it's not bad. Remember, everybody no. thought it was bad. No, for that was no. literally that, a racist thing. Yeah, yeah it, it was, was never. It was a, and it's know. never, it's never been bad. No, no we it, we cook with MSG see, at home. All the time. Like it's we the, pour MSG. It's into the, stuff. First of all, it's great for making anything already umami, even umami. more umami. Mm-hmm. And also, like we have high sodium stuff, so we always use it instead of salt, and it's nice. great. Yeah, really amazing on popcorn. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. So that was just a lie. Oh yeah. I want more of this, Billy. Oh, I like it too. Nice okay. recommendation, oh, guys. Thank I'm going to put this in my shelf. Oh, I'm yeah. going to have that as a, a snack. That's a great Is snack. it good or bad good. for you? Does it matter? I mean, I, mean it, I guess it's high in sugar, but I, I mean, think... it's probably better for you than like most jerkies are. Yeah, right. right. I would say that it's better for you than like beef jerky. Yeah. Is it high protein? I, I mean, I, yeah. assume, I don't know how much protein is in like a squid in general. But. It's said that it has a long shelf life, has various ways of cooking, such as soaking it in water to mm. make a soup stock or simmering it with seasonings and pickling it with other vegetables, including kelp and herring roe, mm. to make. Matsume Tsuke, <laughs> which is Matsume style pickle. Um, yeah, it's tasty, you guys. Now, uh, how mm. how did you get introduced to this? We were doing um, America's Got Talent, but in China, and they did a twin season from twins of all around the world, and we were the American twins. Really? And we asked like somebody, like a, like a runner or whatever, to go get us some snacks, and they brought this back, and we were like, we need 20 more of that. Yeah. And for, we've just, and honestly, there if you go to like Asian markets or shop there, there's always like 20 of them. Mm. There's always like it's a, a bunch one. of different kinds. Mm. Um, it's very Moorish, isn't it? Mm. Mm. It's pretty good, right? I love it. Mm. Um, um, it's, it's a good luck, so people give it as good luck. I, th- I read in one of the parts, I can't find it just now, but because it, it lasts a long time, then people give it as a gift at, uh, at weddings because the love will then last a long time. Aww. So that uh, I think that's a lovely thing. Though. I should have given it for you, to you for your wedding bills. Hey, Tom, if you ever get married, I'll give you a big tub of that. <laughs> that's a good it. reason to get married. I know. That is absolutely delicious. I'm yeah. glad you guys enjoyed it. Hey, let's right. give it some scores. Come oh, on. Yeah, scores, yeah. guys. Um, right, taste. How does it taste Slash to you guys? flavor. Out of ten, I, and you can give it's it. It's not points. a flavor bomb. No, mm. I would. I'd give it a solid eight. Mm. Solid I, I eight. I like the flavor. You, I agree with you. It's, it doesn't smash you over the head with flavor. It's quite subtle, but I just like the taste. 
it's like sweet and vinegary, which I think if you can accomplish that, that's always a solid move. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think like that's the first thing I get from that. What I like about it is it's really well balanced. Yeah. It's not like lopsided and saltiness right. or yeah. lopsided. And I think also the fact that we want to keep me, eating more of it mm, is we should mm, give the taste score a little. Like Billy yeah. said, it's, it's right? more. So Adif, um, my bad. You're dent, good, you're good. You have a dent in your face, Adif. Yes. Ezra, what about you for a flavor taste uh, score? And you can give decimal points if you like. Does it complicate the averaging scenario with the end? Johnny's all about it. 7.6. Oh. 7.6 for flavor. Because I see opportunity for them to actually develop the flavoring. Like, I could see them adding to it and try to, like, really push it over the edge. I think think there's room for improvement on it, having said that I think it's a great snack. William? I'm saying don't change a thing. It's a 9.8 for flavor, Dom. Absolutely love that. I'm really glad. I'm really glad. I think I agree with Ezra. It's great, but I'd like to maybe see maybe a chili version of this. That's what I'm talking about. You know, a sesame seed version yeah. of this. So mm-hmm. Johnny gonna... Clues. Mm-hmm. Sorry, mm-hmm. carry on. Mm-hmm. Go on. Go on. I was going to ask Johnny Clues if he's ever ate this. Have you ever tried this? Come and grab a bit while mm-hmm. Dom's given a, mm-hmm. his, his flavor mark. Yeah, John, I feel like you need to understand this. Come on in, Johnny. I think this is going to be. I think this is going to be well up your street, yeah, John. You're Don't take the whole packet because I'm still eating it. Also, John, if you're the one who went out and got it, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amazon. Hmm. I've not given it scores. Flavor. I'm giving it a 7.8. Nice. Oh, not bad. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Aesthetics. How does it look? Oh, God. Oh, God, it's a, ne- it looks it's a negative. Like, in it the looks aesthetic. like sawdust. It does not look good. I quite mm. like the packaging, and there's a delightful little girl on there. Um, but yeah, I mean, the actual product itself, not great. No. To be fair, I've seen... Really <laughs> good packaging. No, of it, it's like there's a pink one that actually has like a cartoon squid on it. Mm-hmm. Right. So I kind of I like that one. Well, it's more I think light-hearted. if you just like were in the grocery store and saw that, you're not buying that. See, as, as you noticed, Tom, I'm wearing quite worn jeans yeah, today. Got rips in them, do you know? And I had it on my jeans, and yeah. I didn't know what was squid and what was oh, the right. rips in my jeans. <laughs> yeah, nice. So it's confusing that way. Yeah, it's confusing. And it also reminds me, you remember when Sean Astin was on the show, he brought gum. Yeah, Big Chew. Big, big Chew. Oh, big League Chew. It's like the squid version of Big League yeah. Chew. Except yeah. for Big League Chew loses its flavor after one second. Yeah, it does. Mm. This, this holds its flavor. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I'm, I'm going to take a break on it. Okay. I, don't, okay. I want to save some for the rest of the crew. No, of course. This is a good opportunity um, for them. Well, in terms of aesthetics and the look, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it a four. Oh, I ain't the look of it. I'm going to give it an eight. Oh, wow. Kind of has that shredded okay. cheese look to yeah. it. I don't mean to bring this to bring this kind of energy into here, but I kind of assume this would be like... Actually, no, I can't say that. I won't say that. Negative scores. It kind of looks like it would be like a... Say it! Say it! Oh, like, my God. Like, some, like something maybe you'd find in like... Say it! I can't say it. I can't okay, say well, it. I can't say it. Thanks for wasting like 10 minutes of the second. Oh, yeah, <laughs> something you would see in so- something that he doesn't want to say was like yeah, a sex shop. Say it. Or, uh... I don't know. It's something no, I'm not going to say it. Uh, just forget okay, I even no, brought he, that We're up. just well, going to th- say you, something you'd find in a hardware store. Yes. We're going to go with that. Okay. We'll, we'll go with that. that. I don't know. Like it, oh, you going? Scores. Uh, what, you what did I say? Oh, I, did, my, uh, I think you almost said it. score? Yeah. I think I'm going to just round it off with a four. Okay. But four maybe even seems too high for that. 3.2. Ooh, wow. Okay, yeah, it's quite damning. Then like, look at, but like 
I think we're going to be in a good place here for usefulness because I think there's quite a few places that you can use. You can take it on the road, as right. you guys have experimented mm -hmm. with. I'm sure, as they said in the blurb here, it works well in like soup stocks because yes. mm -hmm. uh, you can kind of hydrate it again. Um, I think kids would like it and older people would like it. I'd like to bring it to like a little kind of um, gala event. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe a fate. Lovely. Mm -hmm. like that. Um, um, it doesn't make your hands in any way really sticky. No, it doesn't. doesn't. Do, do you add it to things? Are you can. Do, I mean, you guys are other than a stock. Can you can you use it for like a, oh. like a seafood like like you know, it, bananas? You could chop it. I would say because of the texture, it would be hard to add to like. I was thinking you could like add it on a taco or something like that mm -hmm. for the texture, but I would say once you're actually eating it, it'd be hard to like pull. No, away. I, no, I think it hydrates you, it. I think if you pulverized it, you could season something with it. Mm. Oh, that's like if you were maybe if you were ha like a hand roll. If you if you oh, pulverized yeah. it and then mm -hmm. kind of like sprinkled it on a hand roll, kind of like furikake or yeah, that uh, could be interesting. Something like that, mm. or bonito flake, something like that. Mm. True, because bonito flakes they also use in stocks, but you also can eat, have sprinkled. it just on sprinkled on top of stuff. Mm. I'm mm. going. I'm going to say that's pretty useful. Then, useful, though. like you said, opening up in in a contained space like an airplane oh, or a yeah. train, people yeah. would yeah, hate the smell. you. But it does taste good. I was just gonna say because it's such a thin like bag too, like it's. You could yeah. put it in between two textbooks and a backpack, mm -hmm. like right. not that I read or do anything like that. But I mean, if you're well, a student, if you did, if you did, you yeah, know, if I did read, high yeah. scores for me for usefulness. I'm giving it a nine. Tom, I'm not going to go that high, but I'll give it an eight. Okay, boys, eight. I agree with. Can that. I just just ask a question about the category of usefulness? Yes, please. Yes, do, please. Is it like because to me, I see it being useful in terms of its travelability, mm -hmm. but I don't necessarily see it as useful in terms of cooking with it. Right, well, here's, so, you, you've got to the very nib of it there. You've got to it, Ezra. Now, Dom always thinks of it as... Can I take it to a football game? Can I game? take yeah. it to a football game? But when I came up with it, what I meant was, can you make a cake with it? Can, yeah. you, can you add it to soup? Okay. If, you, if you go to the cupboard and you go, oh, all I've got is some bread, a tin of Heinz soup, some dried squid and some button mushrooms. Mm, is there something do. I can do? I mean, we could have given it the title versatility. Right, right. right. But I think usefulness is quite I like but, usefulness. But if you're <laughs> saying it could be, the category could be versatility, I would say it's not very versatile. Okay. But I've now, now that Dom has brought in, like, putting in a backpack and yeah. all that, I, I, I now put that onto the, the same... Thing. I think we got to give it high for usefulness because we are eating it dry, but we also could cook with it. Yeah. I think the fact that you even could cook with it, right? We should just give it points for that. Yeah. All right, so I'll give it a five then. For okay, five. Well, because it is somewhere in between. Halfway there. Well, yeah. you can't get any more in between than a five. No, it is. <laughs> you're right. Mm. right. It's varied right down the middle. Was that it? Did you score as well? Yeah, eight. I gave it an eight. Oh, I, that's Billy right. I, we went eight. We were on John, the same page. Johnny, what did you think of it? Uh, I thought that was absolutely fantastic. I'll be honest, when I got in the mail, I'm like, this looks disgusting. Mm. Um, and so I'm surprised it was as good as it was. Isn't it was, good? Yeah, it was like, great. That's better than any beef jerky I've ever had. Yeah. Oh, wow. well, there you go. And maybe healthier for you than beef jerky. We don't know that. I don't want to put that out as a fact, Dom, if it's not a fact. Yeah, good point. Could, if anyone are, are we, knows. Are we never going to be able to buy these again because of the audience is going to just buy it? Everyone's going to go Possibly. crazy for this stuff, especially when somebody tells us that it is healthy and it's very good for your uh, lower intestine and also your spleen. Mm. Mm. Well, should we end with a song? Oh! Do yes, Billy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they're there. Look, like, we can't We're... have the guys here yeah. and not play some music. This is one of two of the greatest musicians in America. Yeah.
well, and don't forget their new album pornography pornography yeah. why don't we pornography no. hornography why don't we take a tiny 30 second break you guys grab your instruments yeah. and we'll get it going well we're back you sound great Billy yeah we sound great shall we just do this yeah let's try it yeah you guys come in then why not Though the days are long, twilight sings a song of the loneliness that used to be. Thank you. 
Was that was that jazz? That was, that was jazz, Bill. That was jazz. <laughs> jazz happened. If you go in here not knowing what you're doing and then you do that, that's jazz. I wow, loved that was, it. That was fun. Yeah, man. That wow, was that was great. You guys are both great, amazing. Tom, you're great. Maybe maybe we should have rehearsed, but no, oh. no, no. <laughs> All the good stuff happens in between. I like yeah, the dude. I like the frayed edges to a song. That was fun. That was really. Well, fun. we so appreciate you, you guys, guys are having amazing, us in. Yeah, man. We, we had a blast. I love we had a blast. So, where can people find your new album, Hornology? Hornography. Hornography. It's okay. Like, everyone says that. Just so. at Potash Twins on Spotify, Instagram, B O T A S H Twins. And are you guys Go going on tour anytime? Yeah, we're starting September. end of September. Do you guys know where you're going first and foremost? Midwest first. It sounds like Minneapolis, Chicago, Chicago Kansas City, City. And then I think Cleveland, we're doing Cincinnati. New York. Yeah, yeah, and then Cleveland, New York, yeah. and we'll do East Coast from yeah. there. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. we hope to catch you on tour at some point. Heck yeah. You well, guys are both going to I think I know what song I'm going to play. Yeah. I think we should do that. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Are you kidding? that up and actually do it. That'd be great. <laughs> it's happening. Brilliant. I love it. Well, thanks a lot for coming, you guys. We totally appreciate it. It's always nice having people that are passionate about what they do, and clearly you guys are. And it's brilliant to hear you guys like play music. Yeah. Fantastic. Lovely. We great positivity. Great music. Bravo. Thank, Thank you, guys. Thank thanks you, guys. And we'll see you guys next week. On the Friendship Onion. Toodles! Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.